Uh, to recap in a slightly clearer version, uh, in the words of David Cassidy, in fact, um, while he was still with the Partridge family, uh, I think I love you. You sound like you're from London. The one night that we even thought about getting close to having sex, all right, she up and decides she's going to nickname my... Penis. Yeah. Princess Sophia. America, watch out! Here comes Colin Frizzle. And he's got a big knob. I hate it when you make me laugh. I'm also just a girl. Standing in front of a boy. Even worse when you make me cry. Asking you to love her. So what do we do? Nothing. Strangely enough, it all turns out well. How? I don't know. It's a mystery. How do you know that they're really... What are you saying? That they fake orgasm? If I forget to tell you later, I had a really good time tonight. Most women at one time or another have faked it. Well, they haven't faked it with me. I like you. Very much. Uh, apart from the smoking and the drinking and the vulgar mother. Yes! 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 I'll have what she's having. And welcome, 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 welcome to the Rom-Com Roundtable. Yeah. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ellie. I'm Ethan. And I'm Georgia. I'm very curious. I was looking at people's faces as the clips were going through there and going, <laughs> it's clear who has seen what movies and who hasn't. Because <laughs> yeah. they were just like is, going, so what many- is this? <laughs> So many of the rom-coms that I've seen have been quite a long time ago. So they're a little bit like that last one. I definitely recognize it, but I couldn't tell you what it's from. Um, and then there are others. There are others that as soon as a person starts talking, I'm like, that is that character in that film. Yeah. And I know exactly I immediately, it's one of my favorites. I immediately flip because I watched When Harry Met Sally for uh, like again for, for this oh, episode. So it's like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's this scene. I know that. <laughs> I, I love when I, I, I cut down that scene considerably. Like, yeah, there could have been a I whole lot imagine. in there. I was like, do I have to put a special one? I was like, someone might listen to this and they have to explain to the person next to them. If I put the, the part I originally had in, it was like, you may have to explain it's not that kind of a podcast you're listening to right now. Yeah, it's, good, it's, it's good that it's like COVID times currently, so you can't be on like a commute on the train, so it's blaring in your headphones. The person next to you is like, what the hell are they listening to? And you think you've got the level just right, and then suddenly... <laughs> You realize everybody's watching you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, are. yes, yes. I'll listen to what you're listening to. <laughs> and if that's best the case, tell your friends to listen to best film ever. Uh, nothing wrong with a little BFE love. And we're here to talk about love because this has come out on, I almost said Remembrance Day, Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, February 14th, for all you suckers who celebrate it, here it is, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Are you a big Valentine's Day guy, Liam? Um, I used to be when I was married. Okay. <laughs> Not so much now. Not so much anymore? Uh, no. I've never really bought into it, literally or figuratively. We would never do anything like Valentine's Day-wise as in like um, the superficial stuff. It'd be more like going out for the day, going out for a meal, yeah. you know, spending time, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I hear you. I guess my thing was always... There we are. My, my, my thing was always, I didn't, I'm, I'm going to be the, the Scrooge or the Grinch on this one. I felt like I didn't need a corporately mandated data tell me to do that oh no i didn't but i mean i, I do it i or did do it uh several times a year yeah, yeah it's kind uh, of more, it, more my thing yeah yeah it wasn't just the one day find and make your own little traditions yeah. and kind of, that's just me but is it, it then i'm here going hey valentine's day we should do a rom-com episode <laughs> because i'm a complete shill in that regard and saw an opportunity for branding uh georgia any any valentine are you a big believer in valentine's day 
No. Okay. I mean, I've never had a Valentine, so I suppose that Aww. probably plays into it. Um, but equally, if I'm ever lucky enough to be proposed to, if they do it on my birthday, Christmas Day, or Valentine's Day, I don't care who they are, I will be saying no. Well, I, does, 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 does anniversary also count on that one? Yeah. I always thought that was kind of a little bit of a... Mm. No, make make it its own separate thing absolutely Thank you very much if i am good enough that you day. want to marry me remember stay something I, I need that would be great there's something i need to remember all oh, right it's my anniversary <laughs> when everyone else starts out of the poppies you're like must buy flowers <laughs> that's funny uh ethan same question um i've never really done valentine's day mainly because i was never in a relationship when it came around uh last year was the first time that i did anything for valentine's day and I took my girlfriend at the time to see Sonic the Hedgehog in the cinema. We broke up a month this. later. You see, the problem um, is you, you you took her to see a film that's. I don't know about Sonic. Is it's not about money. It's all about rings. <laughs> <laughs> that's your mistake. It is. Uh, George, I was thinking with your whole like I've never had a bless you. Uh, that sounds like the start of a rom com. It does. It does. It sounds like you're like, oh, poor me. I've never had a Valentine. Love will never come. And then you're going to find out that love was there all along. What was that? Oh, um, hopefully so. <laughs> what was that um, Drew Barrymore one? Never been kissed. That's this one, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Ellie, just one, one last go around the Valentine's carousel, if you will. Um, I would love that if Valentine's Day were a thing, but I've spent my entire adult life with men who don't believe in the commercialism of it. So <laughs> there you go. You hear that, men? We're winning. <laughs> we are winning. So as such, um, let's just talk about rom-coms, though. They are, they are good fun. Um, I, I, I love a good rom-com. Me too, The Crow. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> what a rom-com. Top of Liam's list. Let's, let's, let's get our counter here. Let's one like, crow reference. We have a tally reference. count for this. Yeah, we, we've all taken bets behind the scenes how many references you're going to make yeah. if it's over or under because it's a prop bet because this is Super Bowl Sunday we're recording this on. So maybe, Ooh, yeah. maybe if Valentine's Day is the most important day for women, maybe this is one of the more important days for definitely men where I come from. Um, so uh, rom-coms though feelings as part of the group is it a a genre we find ourselves fans of more often than not I love them Mm -hmm. I love a good rom-com I really do Uh, but I have to be in a certain mood for them Um, I'm I'm the complete opposite do you have to be more Rami or Kami (laughs) Kami (laughs) hello hello, comrade Um, no. That's the rom-com I want. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a rom-com, but I'm also a sucker for a car chase movie. So Yeah, you are. So I am. Jeez. <laughs> so if you want to combine them, watch Baby Driver. I've yeah, never seen Baby, Baby Driver, Driver, actually. Interesting. Oh, no, you need to do that for Best From Over at some point. I've heard it's good. It is good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very highly regarded. Um, uh, the rest of the panel's been quite quiet, though. Rom-coms, are they kind of your thing, kind of not? I've not actually seen that many, and the ones I have seen I saw a very long time ago. Okay. They're not my go-to genre of film, but to be fair, no film was my go-to film, really, before I started doing a film podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas this was my only genre of film, really, until I started doing a film podcast. So I felt quite comfortable with this roundtable that I had seen enough things, although I have watched a couple of extras, um, and one made it to the list. So this isn't like um, when yeah, you eventually have to do a sports one, and you're like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> I've got to binge-watch sports movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm really going to struggle with that. Top 10 most heartwarming movies. <laughs> <laughs> this was the issue I had. I've watched oh, more rom-coms. <laughs> 
in the last <laughs> week and a half of this podcast than I have the entirety of my life. <laughs> really? Oh wow! So this was not your yeah. this was not your weapon of choice, so to speak. This was not. But I, oh, wow. I read a couple. I read a couple lists, and they were like, "These movies count as rom coms," so I used those to my advantage. So <laughs> oh, I, I, like, I came across a couple of lists, and I was like. No, there's some of these I'm like, that is not a rom-com. Is that even a rom or a com? Like, worse than The Crow. Like, once I was like, I, can, I don't know how you can justify some of these movies. I'm like, because to be a rom-com, it's got to be funny at least. I saw one that tried to say Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was a rom-com because <laughs> of the relationship of Star-Lord and Gamora. I'm like, okay, I like oh, it, but no, that's, no, that's too funny. It was just too me. much. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you I'm not using that. that excuse. Yeah. So, I mean, this is typically a, a genre that is is pitched as a chick flick. That's the term that we that I've heard. I don't know if it's a term over here. Yeah, but Back it? in Canada, yeah, chick yeah. flick. Oh, I love a good chick flick. And I'm like, whoa, I really like a well-put-together rom-com. And there are some rom-coms. Uh, that are amazing that are amazing and that win or or are up for oscars you know what i mean and they win considerably my pick it didn't win but my pick for the um valentine's week episode four weddings and a funeral was nominated for best original screenplay yeah do you know what i mean like so like this isn't a genre that's that's it's not horror where it's sort of off on the periphery and everyone it's only a certain Niche. collective group yeah. who seems to really get into it i mean this is a considerable and a good rom-com it's just it's just a good movie yeah that's all it is yeah it has some tropes and you know we, we, we can make fun of those but um a well-done movie is still a well-done movie mm-hmm. regardless of the setup I think the great thing about a rom-com, a good rom-com, is that it's just really nice, easy watching and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy and you don't have to overthink it. It's just you can sit down and you can watch it. It doesn't really matter who you're with or whether you're on your own or what you're doing, just what kind of mood you're in. It's just uplifting. I agree with you on that. There's some sort of complication that comes between two people who are supposed to be together. They overcome that complication and they end up the film happily and at the end, usually either married or at least coupled up. Yeah. And you know who else did that? A little guy by the name of William Shakespeare did, on his yeah. comedy. That's how he ended what he did. Yeah. And so I, you know what? If he, am I comparing some of these things to Shakespeare? I guess I just did. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think I've, some of them, especially so. Some of them, especially so. Like, I don't think you're going to be seeing two weeks' notice or something like that on my comparison to William Shakespeare. But, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a well phrased, it's escapism. And there's nothing wrong with escapism. As much as a comic book movie can be escapism or a horror movie for that catharsis can be escapism, a little bit of a romantic comedy, as long as people realize that's not how relationships are in real life, exactly, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all. I I'm a, I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic myself, and I like you got the first half right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and, and and I I like that um, sugar coatedness of happiness at the end. Yeah, um, because we all want to believe that there's a happy ending, um, but I do like things that don't always work out that are real life. Like it's not a comedy as such, but like La La Land, it doesn't work out. Ooh. You know, so, and that brings home real, real life. See, I'm sure it would have been on lists uh, on some of these like IMDb lists and, or things like that. See, I never, that's the oh, hard I, part. I didn't see that as a rom-com. No, what are the, ru- what are the rules? No. Of, Cause I put down one that none of you guys didn't, that no one out there, there did either. Okay. Well, there needs to be rom and there needs to be calm. And, and you know, I don't, I don't know. People have had differing viewpoints on a bunch of things. Yeah. I mean, what are those tropes? Let's talk about that for a minute because that's fun. What are the tropes that seem to always show up in romantic comedies? Georgia, you've seen very few, it seems like, but can, have you picked up on any in your limited time viewing? Um, so there's a girl and there's a boy. 
usually. More often than not, you're, you're absolutely right. More, more <laughs> often than not, yeah. they are. It, 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 is, it is a heterosexual it love is. story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they have either known each other all their life and then oh, but yeah. have never rekind never actually properly kindled their relationship, or they're complete strangers. Like there's, well, there's not go, usually any Let's just split it up between. for a minute. So mm-hmm. the ones they've known each other their whole life. So that's like uh my best friend's wedding. Sweet home Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. I love that film. Um Thirteen Going on Thirty. Thirteen going on thirty. Maid of Honor. Yeah. So yeah, this is absolutely a trope. Go ahead, Georgia. Uh, yeah, so they like never they've always either been in relationships with other people at the wrong time, or that one moves to a, to a different country or gets a new job and never really works out until this film. Um, and something happens; they start coupling up, and then one thinks the other one is cheating on them, but they're not. There's all big misunderstanding, and then they finally couple up in the end. Um, or there's like the "you're a complete stranger" and I've fallen in love in three hours type film where they would like happen to meet this person because they've been put on a job with them because they're in a hotel with them because there's been a mix up of baggage claims the, anything really really stupid just to get two strangers together some sort of send up why you have to spend yeah. a lot of time together in a yeah. short amount of time and also yeah and the- say so they all love each other by the end okay ellie You've also got the trope that can fall into either of George's two categories of the kind of ugly Betty stereotype. So whether that is the girl with glasses and the tied up hair or so whether it's the nerdy guy that runs the bookshop. Oh, this way um, predates <laughs> ugly Betty, if I may. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I know, but I'm just... Yeah. I yeah. just mean, no, ugly Betty is like an oh, extreme okay. example, isn't it? Because she's got like lots of features that are changed. But, you know, or, you know, princess diaries or what, like any of She's that. all that. Like, just the she's all that she's all okay. that yeah. rachel lee rachel cook. lee cook had yeah. glasses and a ponytail how could she possibly ever be attractive exactly sabrina sabrina yeah yeah or you've or you've got the man who falls into you know the category of just like you know meek nerd that doesn't get noticed and then suddenly gets on this whirlwind whirlwind romance or you have the guy he never changes his appearance by the end or you have the guy who overlooks the girl who has the makeover yeah yeah yeah. and then he realizes he loves her but for some reason maybe there's some sort of reason why he loved her all along yeah maybe or Uh, and there's there's a guy and she he's it thinks he's in love with a really popular pretty girl and he's got like his best friend is like the other girl and then he finally realizes oh no the popular pretty girl oh, isn't yeah. what i need it's this person it's I the brother think. it's the yeah yeah, or, yeah. But he's always or, or, like an asshole to that girl and like he gets so popular and becomes like the best but then he makes a mistake like i know i said awful things to you but take me back and she's like oh yeah of course Limp. Or there's also the other bit when the guy and the girl hate each other. Yep. And they're brought together. Yeah, it's called it, Pride and Prejudice, basically. But yeah, yeah, it's 100% right. So they start hating each other, but actually there's a fine line between love and hate. Yeah, there's not many stories. The last one I'll say is the two of them conspire to be in on some sort of ridiculous ruse together. Yeah. Whether it's like to all the boys I love before, we'll pretend to be each other's boyfriend, girlfriend, and out of that like genuine sentiment springs. Or they both lie to each other at the start, and then as they fall for each other, and then that the original lie gets exposed, how to lose a guy in 10 days is kind of my yeah, archetype yeah, yeah, of this, yeah. where they go, well, you were using me, well, you were using me, and they're both really mad, and I'm like, well, hang on a second, like, just, just have a conversation, and this whole thing goes away. And so these sorts of things, or, you know, the opposite attract kind of, I'm going to help me, help me get the boy of my dreams, and you'll be my assistant. 
in this task. The magic one, where there's some weird magic cosmic interference where either someone's changed somehow or like they've shifted. Because there's always that with the, with the age regression or age grow up ones or yeah, like just just really quickly back to the one i had though um the idea that she said help me come in love with the person i love and then get the person i don't want you i want the person who was helping me all along and you realize they've been sort of sitting there in the background so i mean these things have a bit of overlap to them but you know these are stories that that pay off and they're enjoyable and if done right i mean a bad rom-com is just like a bad anything movie yeah Yeah, i mean a bad rom-com can be hideous and maybe that's a fun place to sort of anybody have any really bad rom-coms they want to talk about Last Christmas. No. Oh. <laughs> wow. I thought. I thought. With. I, I was. Oh. I was wondering. Worried about Georgia and Ellie disagreeing about films, but Ethan's come swinging. Ethan, I'm here to fight today. Wow. No, I think the one I watched recently is called The Fucket List. You watched some terrible movies. That was bad. Oh. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you brought it up to all the boys I love. I hate. But there is another one with the same actor, I think, called okay. The Kissing Booth. Oh, I haven't seen those, that one. Yeah. All those Noah Centineo <laughs> films, so, so bad. I, I will be but honest. I love them because they're terrible. I did not mind To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Or To All the Boys I've Loved Before. No, I quite The like second it. one is, is poor. The first one I was okay with. The third one's hmm. awful. There's a third one? Yeah. What? Oh, my face no. just lit up. <laughs> There's To All the Boys I Love, To All the Boys I Love Before, and To All the Boys I Love Before, P.S. I Love You, or something like that. Like, is, is, sh- should rom-coms be... Oh, P.S. I Love You. Should rom Hang on. Are we going to call that... Are we really going to call that a comedy? That's not a comedy. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. I was married at the time, and my ex cried on, like, five different occasions during that. That's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. It's a very, very good film. That's the thing. Like, we're talking rom-coms, not romances. Yeah. And that's a whole different... And maybe something we can do next year <laughs> yeah but but definitely not uh that i mean i think rom-coms and i'll, I'll throw it ellie in a second will be the, should that not be a, a a sort of genre that's free of sequels yeah because doesn't it's, it's kind of hard to tell that story more than once isn't yeah, it yeah, it is, yeah i mean i'd argue bridget jones's diary kind of pulls it off I the like, first time yeah yeah, yeah. the <laughs> first time uh, well no. <laughs> i love the I, third one no, as well the so baby one is in my the list because i knew one, you would shout at me the, uh, w- the baby one is i'm gonna use my swear word here it's f***ing dreadful okay I'm gonna argue, ready for the fourth I'm one though oh one. No, no the third one is brilliant no the third it one is, is such trash no it is such trash i love i love bridget jones uh, ellie i'm gonna throw to you now because i'm about to have a conniption um yeah so off the topic of bridget jones for a second um you were asking about bad rom-coms and there's actually one actor that's in two of my least favorite rom-coms who i don't consider to be a bad actor in general um and that's ryan reynolds oh Um, terrible rom-coms yeah well i the thing is i don't know that i'd seen him in anything apart from these two rom-coms is one of them just friends i never thought i hated him yeah just friends (laughs) just friends and the other one is the proposal oh proposal um yeah see i do have an issue with the proposal because i think it's 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 that the proposal is the one i was thinking of i said two people thrown into this you have to stay together for unlikely situations it's alive it's been established in this case sandra bullock is canadian and ryan reynolds is american when in real life it's the other way around yeah, yeah, yeah. but they have to she's needs to she's trying to get a green card by by marrying ryan ryan reynolds's character he's her assistant if i recall correctly but he takes her home because he's from alaska or something like that he takes her home to meet the family and and they're all like crazy, wacky, meet the Robertson, Robinsons kind of types. And Betty White's just playing Betty White. And Mary Steenburgen's playing Mary Steenburgen. And, you know, it's just so... 
it needs to have some focus that you could actually believe some of the stuff could actually potentially maybe kind of possibly happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't do any of that. So I will agree with you on both of those. Just Friends is bad because it's forgettable. Uh, Proposal was bad because it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. I don't like Knocked Up as well. Oh, I'll fight you on this one. I don't like it either. Oh, okay. That's Seth Rogen though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's I just Seth hate Rogen him. And the boys. No, I will fight. No, because hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me then. Why is the ugly? <laughs> seriously though, why is the ugly duckling only one gender? Because that's what this is. This is the ugly duckling. What if this guy knocked you up? That is the, the premise of this thing. Oh, yeah. The guy who you underestimate, and then he ends up being more than you imagine to be. He doesn't have the great aesthetic turnover because that's not how guys' movies, the guy, male characters work. Okay? But he puts it together. He figures it out. Through all the trials and whatever, he, he pulls it the other side, and yet we all go, don't like that one. Why is it only girls get to be ugly ducklings? Oh, no, I'm I not just saying. don't like yeah, it because it's film. Seth Rogen. Uh, same. I just don't like Seth Rogen. Oh, I think Seth Rogen. I, I'm. I'm He's a Canadian. I gotta, I, I, I gotta argue on my, my, my boy's behalf. It's part of the re, part of the, the ways they let me go back into the country. But he's my second least favorite actor. Well, that's like fine. That. But, you can listen to our worst films ever. But, but, but I think in Knocked Up, he's very good because I think we hadn't seen much of him to that point yet. And I think he establishes. And this is the idea: you get the pretty blonde girl who looks like she has everything in Catherine Heigl. And I love Catherine Heigl. I do. And then you get her paired up with Seth Rogen, who on a good day could be likable, and he's the best of his friends. You know what I mean? Like, they're all a bunch of kind of lo- similar losers as well. Yeah. But then he finally grows up. And there's the, there's the irony of the, of the guy who's going to be a father, but he hasn't grown up himself yet. Now, they kind of yada yada over how he's able to get a job, because they establish he's living illegally in the country. Okay. But... Um, he, he he does on more of a moral level. He kind of does the ugly duckling thing, and everyone goes, "Oh, don't like that," because it's not the female fantasy where you end up with with, with the super hot guy at the end. It's not that for me. It's it's the comedy of it. I don't like. <sighs> you know? uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, well, people are allowed it's, to it's disagree, like, but I just, I just don't get it's it. It's like Will Ferrell. I cannot watch anything Will yeah. Ferrell is in because. He just ruins things for me. I don't like that sort of comedy. I find there's a genuine spirit about George. Did you say you like this film? Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and it's it got a whole bunch of giving me some backup. I just got, <laughs> yeah. It was like I'm all I alone. Can't, <laughs> I can't really remember. I can't really remember it, but I remember watching it and enjoying it. All right. Um, that is where I am. That's where I am with most rom coms, to be fair, because like, I've only ever really watched them once. Like it is a bit. It's part of those. Um. Um. Oh, what's the guy's name? It's gonna bug me now. Oh, I had it for literally a split second. Now I've lost it again. Uh, Judd Apatow and those sort of raunchy rom-coms, if you want to call them that, of the mid-2000s. So Wedding Crashers wasn't his, but that's the same sort of an idea. But you get 40-year-old virgin, right? You get that. You get this is 40. I mean, these are sort of the things that were coming out. We took these kind of rom-coms. You pitched them more towards a male audience a little bit more. And then you had these sort of perspectives. Georgia? I will say this much. I remember liking... um, knocked up more than i liked bridget jones's diary what wow okay and then be fighting words and i I think you're alone on that one i can't i can't justify that one because i I don't even like bridget jones that much but like no i don't like bridget (laughs) jones um anybody else want to throw another log on the fire so we can all hate each other some more Bad rom coms. Netflix, Norbert's apparently a rom com. Well, that's not true at all. (laughs) Netflix is a lot of strange things they recommend. So, um, some of those tropes we've talked. I mean, what's going to happen? We're going to have the bit where they're going to run towards each other at the end. 
Yeah. It's raining and he it's says raining. Well, it's raining. But he looks out the window during a montage for a minute while she packs up to go to a new city because she's got this great job that, yeah, you know, always got a great job. And you have to move to do yeah. this or next great chase job. Chase after someone at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You chase after him at the airport or on a bridge or, or through traffic or something. Yeah. And there's this great final declaration of love, usually with some sort of inside joke from the second act that gets brought back. And that's kind of where that goes. She's surrounded by her quirky group of gal pals who are there for her to give exposition to. Uh, he's likely also flanked by two. It's usually three and three on each side. Yeah. It's, so they can all hook up. There's, there's well, kind of, sometimes, sometimes like the, the, the primary assistants, they get together at the end. Um, and then also you've got the meet cute at the start where they're kind of meeting this really kind of random. Oh, wow. You're like, oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But despite that it's formulaic, I still really, really like it. Uh, any actors or actresses we tend to associate primarily with rom-coms? Meg Ryan. Oh, Meg Ryan was the queen of the rom-com yeah. in the late 80s throughout the 90s. Yeah, so the we're 90s. thinking Harry Met Sally, yeah. Sleepless in Seattle, yeah. the three with, with Tom Hanks. Yeah, Sleepless in Seattle, you've got Mail, Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, French Kiss. Yeah, which Kevin she did Klein. with Kevin Klein, underrated. Yeah, it's, underrated. It's very underrated. I really like French I, I really Kiss. Like that. Yeah, uh, it was on my. I had a short list. It was like thirty-five movies long. It was on that list, but I couldn't oh, go any further probably, than that. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of fell off uh, uh, face of the earth. You're gonna hate me. I have not seen any of those films. You wow, just you oh, you've got mail. Oh. You've got mail's the best of a three. Most best. people would say Sleepless in Seattle, but I say no, you've got mail. Mail was on my short list for a long while. It's yeah. a great little. There's a nice little end scene with her and Tom Hanks. And I was seeing that <laughs> where hardly anything is spoken and you can see all the emotions go in her head and through her eyes and she's so pleased it's him. I wouldn't want to ruin the story too much. But, nah, it's, but it's good. It's really, really good. Okay, so, so Meg Ryan, um, Paul Rudd, you my, said? My Ethan? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I just tried to catch up because Ethan did say it. Paul Rudd, I, I'm not really... I don't know. Much. Not good ones anyway. No. But, but what do you no, know? It's always like, oh, go see the, the new Paul Rob, uh, Rudd rom-com because Paul Rudd's in it. I understand this that. Like, 40, like what? All that kind of stuff. Well, this is 40, yeah. He's got this supporting roles. He's forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's well, he's in... supporting and forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, but he's always in. I love you, man. But him. I love you, man's taking the rom-com formula and, and doing it towards male friendship rather than, rather yeah, than romance. Yeah. And I love it, but I didn't Depends think it qualified. you count Clueless as a rom-com? Yeah, that is. Oh, I, well, it, it, it defies all the. I think it's more of a teen movie. It is a teen movie, but it is a bit of a rom com. Really? Because her, cause Paul Rudd just gets brought in in the last a part of a. Yeah. He gets brought in the last part of a third act. But you say it's not romantic until the very end. Yeah. That's not. It doesn't fit any of the other. She, she has the realization. But well, the about. problem is they're working off of Emma, which is which is the the, the, the source material for that. And oh, it's the okay. same Who idea. This is more is like the same vein of a rom com that Mean Girls is, which is there's romance. No, I, and it's I will funny, dis- I will disagree on that because in Mean Girls they establish the guy is her boy of choice in the first act. She has to walk by a fountain and give us a voiceover to let us know she likes Josh. In Act Three, six minutes before the end. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I, I, can't, I kind of see it. I, but I saw Sorry, it so are away. we counting Mean Girls as a rom-com? Because if we are, I need to change my list. No, the lists are final. The no. lists are absolutely final. Ah, damn! So let's talk about my fave rom-com actor. Um, Hugh Grant appears in a lot of, of rom-coms, especially in Bridget Jones, of course. Um, though sadly not in the third one. Um, no, but it's but they all become for a fourth. Nothing Hill as well. He's done Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Two weeks notice. Yeah, well, I don't know. Did we'll you hear see. about the Morgans? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he blames that one for killing his career. So I haven't even Wait, seen really? that. 
I haven't even seen those ones. Uh, don't, don't. <laughs> I think he's just been there consistently. Did you say nine months? <laughs> no, no, I didn't say nine months, but he's in nine months he's as well. That, isn't he? yeah. that was the one he was doing when he got done for uh, soliciting a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, what? Oh, like at this time he's dating Elizabeth Hurley, like Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley, Hurley at the peak of her Elizabeth Hurleyness. Like she oh. is like. She's just That's basically done. She's just basically done Austin Powers. Yeah. She's gone mainstream in, in America as well as in Britain. She's kind of like that. You know, I, her poster was on my wall, and the fact that it was an Austin Powers poster, but she was there. She was, yeah. And and I was sitting there going, "Wow!" And then he got he got arrested for in L.A. was in L.A. with this prostitute, and she did not look like Elizabeth Hurley. Divine, she, I think her name. Was. Yeah, and she looked. She looked. Like, <sighs> She, was she not very divine? No, she was not very divine. She was Elizabeth Hurley. You know, was like curvy in all the right places, and this other woman was 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 not. Um, and it was just a strange thing. But anyway, this is all a long story to say. This was right before his movie Nine Months came out, so there was the question about whether she was well, sorry whether this was a publicity stunt or not. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you had, I thought you had some no. information. Oh. You were looking at me with the whole like I've got the answer. No, no, no. I'm, I'm having a look. I'm having a look. So, I mean, Hugh Grant is. I mean. Love Actually, we haven't spoken about here. Oh, it's a great movie. Four Weddings and a Funeral, we haven't spoken about here. Yeah, I've still not seen either um, of those. I did Even every that time one. we do a roundtable, I say, <gasps> need to watch one of those. I think he was even in Sense and Sensibility. I guess more, that's more romance <laughs> than also, comedy. But He was also in a lovely little rom-com with Drew Barrymore called Music and Lyrics. Music oh and Lyrics. Oh my God, I keep seeing that one pop up and I, I always avoid it. I like Music and Lyrics. I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. It's, it, it was really the hard to crack so my... catchy. It was really hard to crack my top ten, but it was it was, it was in the... It may have made it maybe but it's it's it was it was in that 15 to 8 range where a bunch of them sort of fell and it could have been yeah i on, had a few of those on a, on a different day it, it could have made my list or it could not have made my list georgia you have any experience with hugh grant i don't even know what he looks like oh my <laughs> word Daniel cleaver in bridget jones blindness. which one is he he's, he's the jerk one. he's the, the jerk boss one. Okay, yeah, I'm getting hair. him. The one with the the one with the wears the leather jacket. Have you seen Paddington yeah, he, too? He looks confused all the time. He's like, yeah, oh, I think uh, I'm just about there with him in Bridget right. Jones. I don't He's the think bad I've seen guy you in anything else. Too. I got really confused then because you said the one who wears the leather jacket, but I'd already switched my mind to Notting Hill, okay. and I was like, William Thacker does not wear a leather jacket. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's a weird image. <laughs> Hugh Grant's great. In that sort of role, um, the problem was. Do you have someone? No, not yet. Okay. The Sorry. problem was he made his career kind of <laughs> off of things like four weddings and a funeral, and then uh, with the Bridget Jones franchise, the bumbling buffoon, basically. the bubbling buffoon Englishman. Yeah. Oh, uh, I. Uh, oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So, but, but but I love me some Hugh Grant. Does right. I mean, Love Actually was was a was a, a nice little bit, wasn't it? Yeah. He so he he should be uh, he should be PM. If you him. if you get a chance, follow him on Twitter. He's great. Is he? He's always oh, so good. He's very politically minded, but yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, Hugh Grant, uh, I'm going to throw one in the table then and go, here's one who used to be the king of the rom-com, and now he's just turned into the king of all actors. Go on. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Matthew I McConaughey. He did, those. he did so many. He did Failure <laughs> to Launch. He did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. He did Fool's Gold. He Fool's did Gold, yeah. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Oh, that might have been my vote for the worst rom-com of all time. What oh. is Ghost of Girlfriends Past about? It's because a Christmas Carol. 
Oh, Ghost of Girlfriend's to. past, present, and yet to come. And they're going to, he gets visited by Michael Douglas, who's like his version of like, um, Marley. He's girlfriend's past. He's, he's Marley. And so he's like, he'd be visited by all the girlfriends. And there's a great bit where he's like, here, and it starts to rain. He goes, here's all the tears of the girls who wept tears for you. And then like, it lights the snow, but it's not snow. He's like, here's all the tissues they use to dry those tears. And then he finds That's out love awful. was there. And then he finds out love was there all along. So, like I said about the magical spirit yep. bullshit. Yeah, well, I guess so in that regard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, hmm. any other big names that jump to mind? Um, Sarah Jessica Parker? Mm, not so much these days. Not, well, not so much. Who is the one? They don't do rom-coms anymore, Kristen like. Wiig. <laughs> At the moment, yeah, that is, yeah. Vanessa Hudgens. No, she does like Hallmark, she, like Netflix quality Christmas ones. Movies. But yeah. they're still they're still rom com. Well, are, there's a question. Like, when what makes a rom com a rom com? So Love Actually is Love Actually a rom com? No, rom, I, 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 th- I think Love Actually is a rom com, but it's a Christmas movie. Some people went, ooh, I don't know. Love Actually is a rom com. Well, it is. It says in the thing, the ultimate the ultimate romantic comedy was the, was the, the, the tagline on it. Yeah, hot yeah. take. I think so. I, I don't like Love Actually. Actually. That what? is ridiculous. I haven't seen it, but I oh my word, I should. Walking Dead's in it. They play yeah, it every, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, they play it every Christmas. It's great, especially in this country. It's mm. it's a pretty much a, a a thing. It is. Yeah, actually, I was reading an article today with um, Martina Hutchin, and she kind of dropped off the radar because of her uh, personal life. And um, she's saying that um, she didn't realize at the time when they would film Love, Love Actually that that would become such a big thing. None of them did. Right. Because that was kind of the well, first. I imagine you went on and you shot for two weeks and you were done. If that, you probably shot for just a few days. Seven different stories. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she said, that's lovely to be part of something that's such iconic. So, yeah, she, she gets to re enjoy that. So it, I mean, we kind of talk about it a little bit with Clueless, but if I can pivot, I mean, the teen pivot. movie, the, the teen movie, so we talk about Mean Girls, Double Clueless. I mean, even things like 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, love that movie. Is that a rom com or is that a high school movie? Uh, yeah, is it? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. I was gonna put. Well, I mean, you had you had it in the intro. I so. had it in the intro because people voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that's an excellent point. I thought that was gonna be like your 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 oratorical. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Yeah, well, no, I have the list. If it's in the intro. I, it's the rom. I when I was considering my list, I disqualified it because I did not think it was a rom com. Wow. Yeah, see, I I, I like 10 Things I Had About You. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to reviewing it next week. I'm really yeah. looking forward to reviewing it next week. I don't consider it a rom-com, but that's okay. Yeah. It's got romantic elements, so Valentine's Day, I didn't say it wasn't eligible for that. I was like, yeah, go go for it. It's got romantic elements. I think when you look at pe- people's lists, because when you sort of Google lists, yeah. and, you know, to refresh your mind on different things, um, things came up that I was like, nah, that's no, not, no. that's not a romantic comedy. Because I've got one, I, I put, it's on my list. I'll be 100% sort of upfront with that, but it's one that I think, I was surprised no one else brought up. Not us, no one in the thing. And I'm going to argue it's a romantic comedy. It was in the intro, Ethan, so there we go. <laughs> Shakespeare in Love. Never seen it. Has love in the title. Has love in the title. It's a comedy about question. <laughs> But because it's a period it. piece, I don't think anybody considered it. Oh, okay. I've I ne- completely forgot about it. I've never I seen, seen it. that one. Best picture winner. Is this... Um, well, I was throwing around a Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. 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 So, Ethan? 
I was throwing around the Knight's Tale because um, to, uh, to to link to a WandaVision episode, you gave yeah. me some homework to watch it, and I immediately fell in love with it. Oh, did you movie. really? Yeah, it's a great yeah, movie. I, I loved it. Why, why, um, did, why did they give you homework for that? What was the point of that? Because I was not like, seen Paul anything Bettany, else with Paul Bettany. Him, oh, yeah, that's right. I hadn't yeah. seen him be funny. And He's so good in that. He is very so good funny in that. Yeah. Um, but no, I watched it, and it's a period piece, but I'm still like, this is skirted on rom-com a lot because it's it's a comedy for the first hour and the next hour and a half it's just a straight up like goofy rom-com yeah it it gives you the illusion of being this you know rise above your stars kind of storyline but really it's a rom-com it's 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 the rich girl it's 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 you know what it is it's it's uptown girl by billy joel it is (laughs) that's what it is can i get the the rich girl to fall in love with me which is actually what shakespeare in love is you know she's 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 a a well-bred woman and he's just a a playwright could she fall in love with him um i should give this a watch what shakespeare in love yeah great movie one that I just avoids things to that Shakespeare in the title. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shakespeare. So I have nothing but contempt for it. What? Shakespeare in Love? Did you, did you say yeah. you saw it in English? We had to watch it in English because well, I think the teacher was like, I don't want to teach you today. This I, has Shakespeare. I was going to say, that's not really that, that accurate. I mean, you can argue for some <laughs> links to Romeo and Juliet, but there's really not. Mm. It's really, I mean, there's lines. I mean, it's, if you know your Shakespeare, it's got a, a little bit of extra enjoyment to it. But you, I'd really, as a teacher, have a hard time justifying showing that in class, especially with all the nudity in it. Always nudity. Yeah, yeah. You're, all of a sudden, you're like, well, up for it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all right for that. <laughs> yeah, it is. So there you go. Um, I don't know. So I think we're really kind of at the point now where, I mean, is that, I mean, I don't know, does anybody have like an off the wall rom com they want to sort of justify? Like one that kind of well, goes I've against got- the traditional. Go ahead, Ellie. I've got it's not it's not against the traditional, but I think it's one that you'll definitely disagree with me on. Well, that um, could be most of your list, but <laughs> <laughs> you have seen my list. I have seen your list. Um, it's there's something about Mary. Oh yeah, I definitely disagree with that because um, <laughs> I know how much you hate Cameron Diaz. But um, this was kind of, I guess, well, I, I watched this when I was about thirteen, I think, and this was like my favorite film for a few years as a teenager. I loved it. Is it because it's so um, shocking, or what is it? I just, I think, yeah, I suppose the comedy, when, you, when you're that age, the comedy is quite, yeah, as you say, shocking. Like, it's raunchy, isn't it? Because my issue with um, Mary you know, actually with the, isn't Cameron with Diaz. The hair. Yeah, the <laughs> hair joke, yeah. But oh. my issue is not Cameron Diaz, because Cameron Diaz is fairly new at this point. And so she's kind of like Zoe Deschanel and everything Zoe Deschanel does. She's just that, what, what do they call it, Ethan? Like a magic pixie girl or something like that? Yeah, dream, magic dream pixie girl. Magic dream pixie girl. She's just the everybody's oh, proje- manic pix- dream pixie girl. Yeah. she's just that projection of what you consider to be like the the, the, the most crazy. Oh, she's so weird and wacky, and no one can. How can you not fall in love with her? And that's she not her. Has a ukulele, and that's not her <laughs> fault. She's just playing to a to a trope that exists, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's and she was fresh faced and new ukuleles. Pardon me. It's the guys in the trees that have ukuleles. Uh, I don't remember. I saw it once years ago. I mean, it's just like this random little band with like banjos and stuff, and they just sit in the trees. I mean, I'm not a big Ben music St- in between scenes. I'm not huge on Ben Stiller. I'm not I'm huge not. Chris Elliott before he aged into it. I'm like, I don't get it. Oh, Chris Elliott's in there. Chris Elliott's in it. Yeah, he's one of the uh, the. Uh, he's the one from Groundhog Day, right? He's one from Groundhog Day and from Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, which you can catch on. Oh, yeah. you should have already caught it this past Friday. So go give it a listen. <laughs> So, should we talk about the list a little bit? It'll give us a chance to talk about some specific yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. So, let's do the audience list, shall we? Massive thank yous to all the following. Griff from the Paul and Griff Show. Dan Ma- 
Macholes, Dan Macholes, uh, Pod Jerky. Uh, that would be Tom from Pod Jerky. Tom's wife, Mrs. Awesome from Pod Jerky. <laughs> uh, friend of the podcast, Debbie, Dion Sanchez, uh, Danny Classic, Aubrey, Karen Harrison, Groundhog Dames Podcast, Little Bitch Podcast. Let's talk about this podcast. Russell, resident postie of the BFE, Action B rated, Glazia or Glazia. Ray from No Time for Coffee. Chuck Goes to the Movies. Spy Hards. It's a musical podcast. Friend of the podcast, Lestat. Hey. Uh, we've got Carlo, low, 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 low. We got Winterland Sleuth. We got Dwayne Smith. Hi, Dwayne. I've got a sore throat. Sorry. We've got Alex from Main Street Finance. The F and Nerds podcast. We've got It Goes Down in the PM. We've got Unsighted podcast. Dark wow. Sage. And then we've got total. No, wait. Total is my total <laughs> ranking. That's what I add all the numbers. <laughs> wow. So that's all a those lot pe- of people. That's a lot of people. So we definitely thank want to you. say thank everybody for taking yeah. the time to help us with this and giving us the list before I tear apart how wrong you all are. But in 10th place for you guys, actually, it's a two-way tie for ninth. Um, the first one is one that we've reviewed here on the podcast, and we haven't talked about her. She was the queen of the rom-com as well a little bit in the 90s. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm really surprised, actually, that didn't rank higher. And uh, Is it too old? Does it speak to our to our listener base? I don't think it's too rom-commy. Oh, what? Is there not enough comedy? It's not having not seen it. comedy in it, yeah. Is there not enough comedy in it? That's my, that's, maybe that's a point. I, that's what I think. It's, it's, a, it's a really good film, but it's, it's more on okay. the romance lines than the comedy, even though there, there is comedy in it. Okay. So it probably is a rom-com, but it's not it's what you'd first think of, perhaps. In also joint ninth place, we have uh, definitely maybe with Ryan Reynolds. I don't mind that. That's a nice, cute little. It didn't make my list, but it's a nice, cute little rom com. Yeah, where basically Ryan Reynolds plays a father who's telling his daughter the story of the three great loves of his life, and he knows that one of them got away from them, and he realizes, and she's trying to figure out which one of the three it is in her head she's casting three different women yeah. but the question is is the woman i think is this woman in my head the actual woman who is this so it's a great reveal at the end because we basically learn this through the little girl's perspective and i think the little girl is it abigail breslin from i think it's abigail breslin from uh little miss sunshine from little miss sunshine i think i think i could be wrong on that in eighth place uh only ranked higher because it had two people vote for it is uh ellie's one of ellie's favorites Notting hill I like that on him. So two Julia Roberts yeah. in, in ninth and eighth. Yeah. In seventh, uh, we talked about this. Love Actually. Oh, great movie. Great movie. Great movie. I just, I, the music, it, it just warms my heart. I think if you watch Love Actually, sorry, Georgia. Yeah. And, and you see how you doing this is probably how you feel about Ellie not liking Princess Bride. I'm like, how is this possible? Do you have no heart? <laughs> uh, in sixth place, Liam, we talked about this already. Looks, if looks could not kill, but if looks could bring love, you've got mail. Yeah, great movie. Best yes. of a three. Oh, Best it, of a three. It definitely. Fifth place from the audience is, Ellie talked about it, there's something about Mary. Oh. Really? Fifth? Fifth. Wow. Hey. Fifth. Um, in fourth place, we talked about this one too. I think someone called it one of their worst. I think Ellie called it one of her worst. The Proposal. <laughs> oh god which wow. we didn't talk about sandra bullock for a while as the no. queen of the, of the rom-com she as well and well. all about steve is the worst rom-com ever made i've just remembered this all about steve <laughs> if you oh, haven't watched it I don't <laughs> i won't oh my word in third place it might be the uh champion the champion of the uh or the, the hall of fame the original rom-com when harry met sally oh it's a great I'm okay movie with that. I can yeah 
in second place, and I'm actually quite thrilled to see this here. Okay. It, you sound like you're from London. Forgetting Sarah Marshall in the number two spot. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, that makes me very happy. I thought you'd be happy about that. I love... <laughs> Is that the for- one with Russell Brand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've not seen. I it. love forgetting Sarah Marshall. The problem is, it does not qualify. Oh, okay. What? What? So maybe I should have thrown that in for my vote. Maybe it would have had a better chance. Maybe next Down year by their poll. Yeah. Maybe next year I've got my things because I'll tell you what. Number one, it won the poll. Can always use a wild card. Ten things I hate Woo! about you. Just before you, so obviously I'm I'm, the, yeah. I'm, in, the, I'm in the minority on this yeah, ten yeah, things yeah. I hate about you thing. Uh, wild card on that interesting topic. I almost used mine last year. Before I used it on, it was down to three films. Yeah, and one of them was obviously forget Sarah Marshall. One I won't mention what it is just now, and the other one was obviously the one I chose, A League of Their Own. But it's really hard for me to say I made a bad choice. I think with A League of Their yeah, Own. Yeah, League of Their Own. Love good. that film. Very good. Yeah. So overall, I think the audience have done themselves all right. Some interesting ones. Princess Bride just missed, missed the cut. Bridget Jones's Diary did not make the cut. Wow. Which is interesting. <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days did not make the cut. Um, Silver Linings Playbook got a couple of votes. And I'm like, that's dark. I don't find that to be a comedy. That's not. Is that yeah, Bradley no. Cooper? And Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. And Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I, don't yeah. think that's, I don't think that's funny enough. <clears throat> Uh, Sleepers in Seattle, uh, Florida's in a Funeral, other ones that sort of finished in the top half. Yeah, yeah. So, such is. So, if you voted on that, thank you very much. Yeah, that is the official you. listener vote. So, forget our Marshall in second. But 10 Things I Hate About You with the win. And I got news for you. Our lists are very different. Uh, Not just I our lists imagine. between us, but yeah. us versus the audience. <laughs> wow. Usually they line up. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. That's such a broad scope, though, isn't it? I've got... Yeah. We had 33 different films that, sorry, may I phrase that? We had 35 different films that appeared. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like everything from crazy rich Asians to a bunch of things. Anyway, let's talk about our 10th place, which is actually a three way tie for eighth. Oh, so, it okay. means everybody who did this made it their number one, and no one else chose their number one. <laughs> oh, no. I know so what it let's is. Let's start no with. Who's my number one at all? I said three of us, not all of us. So, Liam, you got to talk about oh, serendipity okay. for a minute. Yeah, serendipity. I love this movie. I stumbled across it. I didn't get the cinema to see it. I remember seeing it on a DVD release, I think it was then, because um, I didn't have a VHS of it. And it's a nice little film. John Cusack can't do wrong for me. He's such a, And he doesn't seem age. And Kate Beckinsale, I absolutely adore. Yeah, you do. I love her. Yeah. So it was a no-brainer for me to watch it. And it's just a lovely, heartwarming uh, film. It's about two people that accidentally meet over trying to buy a pair of gloves. Okay. And he lets her have the gloves. And they said, this is, you know, do you want to go for a drink, you know, uh, coffee? So they do. And he said, this is, you know, we should, we should exchange numbers. She went, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And Does she, like, write her number in a book? And the deal is, if you can find this book that yeah. it's meant to be? And he writes his number and name on the back of a, a $5 bill, and they change it, and then they go their separate ways. That's so stupid. And it's about how um, he's about to get married years later, and how their interactions and where they just miss each other. Oh, okay. And how the book he's been looking for, and he looks and checks every time, his about-to-be bride buys him that book. For a wedding oh, okay that's interesting <laughs> you know i remember one of the i remember one like wa- to watch it when it came out so it's so got the things good. as much as like it's stupid to actually meet some great i bet you it was her idea to do this yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, do this, they do this lovely little scene a man wouldn't do this <laughs> they do this lovely little scene where they go to the waldorf astoria and oh, the, very nice. and they go to a lift and they go right you pick a number and i pick a number 
And if we get in the same lift and go on the same floor, it's fate. All right. And to us as the audience, it's fate okay. because they both pick the same thing, but she gets the smooth ride up and he gets everyone stopping. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Uh, you've so, got me. You've made just peaked. Oh, you should watch it. I good. think it's good. Uh, Georgia. Thank you. Uh, you need to talk a little bit if you can, if your voice will handle it. I mean, we've t- we know your opinion on it, but Princess Bride. It's great. It's a brilliant film. Uh, definitely a rom-com because there's romance and there's comedy, but it's also an action adventure and that's the best kind of film. Um, I really like it. It's probably one of my favorite films of all time. So it had to go on this list because it counts. So, yeah. I agree that it's one of my favorite films of all time. I did not consider it a romantic comedy. Okay. I didn't. And then that means, Ethan, Ethan, can you talk (laughs) to us about The Big Sick, which I saw really light, just couldn't find room for it. Yeah, I I love the big sick. Um, I I don't watch rom coms like repeatedly, and this is one that I've watched like at least five times. It's based on a true story um, about Kumail Nanjiani and his now wife, and he stars in it. And it's basically about how he fell in love with her, and it's him paired alongside the actress playing his wife. But uh, she's in a coma the entire time. Well, not the entire time. In, well, most of the time. This is Zoe Kazan, right? Uh, yeah, I love her in everything she does. Georgia, you'll know Zoe Kazan as Ruby in Ruby Sparks. Uh, she's in What If as well, I think. Yeah, she is. She is. She's yeah. just really, really good. But it's sort of this... Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sort of this mix of uh, him trying to fall in love with her and have uh, a mix of his career, his family, and her. So you got that kind of conflict there because his family want him to. Uh, be in an arranged marriage, but he just wants to be with this girl. But at the same time, he's having to get to know uh, her family, which is Holly Hunter and Ray Romano. Yeah, and uh, Ray Romano is so... So is Holly Hunter, but Ray Romano is so good in this. He's so good. He's so good. There's one scene which is like something about 9-11, and I'm I'm cackling every single time they do that scene together. He plays very against type. You expect Ray Romano to be like wacky? He's not. He's like depressed. He's oh, like, like really reserved. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like depressed like comedy, which is good. And then Dark, the the, yeah. the 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 side cast, like the the companions, the sidekicks for Kanan Nanjiani are fantastic. Well, Bo you Burnham's know, Bo, one of them, isn't he? Bo Burnham, AD Bryant, like yeah, you got some yeah. good like comedians and it's 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 a nice pick. It 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 always gets me, like it really hits me. It's really well done. It's like a I much think, better for a true story. It's like a much better while you were sleeping. Yeah, it's like a much much yes. better while oh, you were sleeping. Like while you were sleeping, yeah, like they actually know each other before, yeah, before yeah, yeah. but kind of, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, so um, that takes us to number seven, and uh, our number seven. I'm trying to think of who I should get to speak about this. Georgia, I don't know if your mic's working yet, but number seven, are you are getting harder than anybody else. You want to talk about what if? Yeah, Zoe Kazan really goes back this. to back. Yeah, I saw I saw this in cinema, and remember like crying i went with one of my friends and we were like holding hands halfway through it like because it was just so emotional and so lovely and i really enjoy it i need to watch it again because i can't remember is, many details this but. is daniel radcliffe zoe kazan set in toronto yeah. um because uh, radcliffe's got eyes on this girl but she's got a boyfriend and he's Typical. he's not he's not actively trying to win her but he's not actively not trying to win her at the same time and then oh, she becomes aware of this and then her question <laughs> is her question is hang on i thought we were really good friends but has this all been a front to try and win me over and it kind of has and that's kind of the dilemma they have am i remembering this accurately 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because, Ethan, you also had it on your list. So, yeah. Yeah, it has one of my favorite lines in any film, which is from Adam Driver, which is, I just had sex and I'm about to have nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you got planned for your Valentine's Day, but that sounds like a winning combination. Nacho, nacho, man. Uh, let's talk about number six on the list, which Ellie and I are the only ones who voted for it. Ellie put it at 10, and I put it at one. Ooh. And that's four weddings and a funeral. Oh, I love four weddings and a funeral. It is, especially as, a, as an outsider, it's that idea of what we, we, we kind of hope England will be like, because it's all manor yeah. houses yeah. in London. That's you know it's all it's all rolling country hillsides and like in like the nice posh part of London and everyone has money and they've got time to spend in cafes all day <laughs> and um Andy McDowell is charming in it she is she is at her all time I mean phrase that she's charming she can't act her line delivery sucks but she I don't has think she quite understood what she was doing <laughs> I think it's probably right. No, being in something British yeah. and so British. And a, some great like little cameos. Like Rowan Atkinson is hysterical in this. He plays a priest who's never done a wedding before, and he's very nervous. Right, and so yeah. he keeps making all these mistakes because he he's so nervous. And then Kristen Scott Thomas is in yeah. it. Uh, it's just a really strong John cast. Hannah? Is it, is it, he's in it? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, he plays. He became later, like he became yeah. later a bigger deal in like sliding doors and stuff like that. It's yeah. that guy, right? Who yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. And so, just an infinitely quotable. Yeah. It's a real shame. The girl who played Scarlet died not long ago. I think she had a bit of a yeah. I think she had a bit of a troubled life. Oh, yeah. So that that that, that is a shame. But but an absolutely wonderful mm. film. Oh, Alicia, yeah, you want to add like to that? It. I've just realised that I've got Hugh Grant in six out of my ten top rom-coms oh my god well then your your vote of hugh grant as the king of the rom-com i, I think is well established let me guess bridget jones one two three yeah. <laughs> bridget jones one two three four I, no i funeral. didn't no because he's not in three oh he's see, not in three that's right quite make the list well there his we picture is his face is his picture oh. is yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a count. That's a count. But bridget, uh, bridget jones's baby is number 11 to be fair and the main reason i didn't put it in was because i didn't want to get out of that so you well would, <laughs> you want to done for me ellie i love bridget jones. i would have gone you're just wrong uh number five good number five i figured i'd get enough stick for the first two there you go number five liam it's me and you we both have it as a number four pick it's you've got mail yeah you want to talk about that i mean you've talked a little bit about i mean basically it's we've taken two people who've been big together twice before already meg ryan and tom hanks so just the fact they were in a movie together we went wow but the the basis is that she owns the little shop around the corner which used to be a mother's shop didn't it yes and it sells books yeah and she's like this lovely like i'm teaching kids how to read and the joy of helping someone find a book and she's got the soul of a bookshop owner not that dissimilar i guess kind of from hugh grant and notting hill although he just travel books but it's this idea about what the important of a book it's a little little shop owned by one person yes and then fox books comes in a corporate company corporate company and tom hanks is mr corporate which is really hard to actually kind of pull off but he does it yeah he does he does and dave chappelle is in it as like the sidekick yeah wait he's what yeah dave chappelle's the sidekick he's great in it too you've got mail my mind is kind Ethan of. Ethan is literally like trying to make words, and it's not happening. <laughs> I love Dave Chappelle, and I never yeah. once thought for a second he was in a rom com op with, with 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 Tom Hanks. Yeah, and Meg Ryan. It's, it's, it's great oh because um, they're adversaries, 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 yeah. and uh, but they meet online and they can talk to each other, but they don't know who they are in real life. So they hate each other in real life, but online they become very, very good friends, and they discuss their um intimate thoughts about um their days and stuff and 
we all know, the audience know that they know each other, but they don't know. And then until eventually they meet and find out. And okay. it's, the, it's the, the conflict of the corporate guy, her and her little shop, and, you know, being against yep. each other and then loving each other. And number four, 10 Things I Hate About You. We've talked oh. about this a fair bit, but Liam, you had it too. I love this movie. It's, it's the first time I saw Heath Ledger. He didn't really stick out too much for me in this when I first watched it. Um, but subsequently, going back and watching it, he has more. I think it's because I didn't know who he was. Can we leave it there as a teaser? Because we're going to do a full review on that next week. Okay, yeah, okay? no worries. Yeah. So it's fourth. Third place, uh, three of us had this. Myself, Ethan, and Ellie. So second on the audience poll, but third for us is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. See, I haven't seen it. So. I love this film so much. It gets such genuine, like, belly laughs from me. It's oh, a little okay. rude, but I think we can all relate to some of the themes kind of in there. And the gimmick is that his girlfriend has just left him for another guy. Oh, yeah. and he goes on holiday to get his, to get away from it all, and she happens to be there with the new fella. <laughs> and so, what do you do when you're trying to go through his breakup? But then this happens. But he also kind of meets a girl he kind of thinks is kind of cute. Yeah. But he's trying. Everyone's trying to give him advice on how he should work through it. But then there's also this awkward. You're at a resort by yourself. Yeah, and so there's lots of the supporting cast is great. Paul Rudd is hysterical in it. Russell Brand. It was my first thing I ever saw Russell Brand in. He is so he plays Russell Brand. I didn't know this, oh, okay. but he's, he's the best version of himself in this. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got like Jonah Hill's in it, and he's great. And um, oh, what's the girl's name? Me, me, Mila Kunis. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, Kristen Bell. Yeah. So Kristen Bell's the ex-girlfriend. Mila Kunis is the girl who works at the resort. Just really, really good. I'll throw it to anybody else who wants to talk about this for a moment. I think it's just genuinely really um, well. Just that written. you've got Jack McBrayer in it as well. Oh, Jack McBrayer's in it from Thirty oh, yeah, Rock. Because he's the uh, he's the guy who's like married to the woman. He's like, I, I just can't do it. Like, <laughs> it's just it's just kind of scary. Oh, and one day I hope we do get to review this because I got I could go on for ten minutes about those two about <laughs> that character and how he's helped by a different character you wouldn't expect to help him, but he does, and it's because yeah. because real life's complicated. It is the guy who's the other he guy a lot is of not comedy. Yeah, obviously, and, and the guy who's the other guy, like it's like he, he Russell Brand plays the other guy. Yeah, but he finds him liking him so much because because he, he is because life is complicated and yeah. it's easier for just one dimensional. You're the villain and she's this and I'm this and you're. But you see, actually, see this like like trail of like cool. it's complicated nuance, but like maximum humor as a result. Yeah, I need to watch this. It, it's really good. Okay, it's really good. I think it's it's either on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, is it really? Yeah, there I came on the other day. That's the only reason it's so much. So, number it. two, I love Actually. We've talked a lot about Love Actually in our yeah. in our Christmas episodes as well. It's the ultimate romantic comedy. I had it at two, and it finished at two, so I guess it's good. Three my, of us had it on the list. My favorite bit is the cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, the cards? Andrew yeah. Lincoln with the cards? Yeah, when he just... Say it's it, carol yeah. singers. And then and then he walks away, and he oh. goes, I'm done. You no, know, my I'm favorite done. bit of that is actually when he when she finds out he loves her. By uh, watching the tape, and he goes outside tape. and goes to like go back and talk to her like four times and storms off. I could relate to that in a million different ways. Yeah. When you want to say the right thing and you like wrestle yeah. with yourself yeah. and you go, mm, and then you hate yourself as you walk away because you're like, I should have said something. Yeah, yeah. But you're like all angry. Oh, it's well, really think, well, well I think we can all relate to I think we can. Yeah. And finally, number one, number Ooh. one, uh, <sighs> four of us had it on our list. Only Georgia didn't. Uh, <laughs> Ellie, it's your number one, Bridget Jones's Diary. Hey. I do love this movie. No, I didn't count. It's not like I added up all the Bridget Jones franchise into one. Right. <laughs> but it's really interesting. First for us and finishes <laughs> like 
I don't know, 13th or 14th on the audience. So it didn't make their top 10. So really interesting. The difference, I don't know if that speaks to, I'd be interested to look at our, our, our national makeup of our votership and see, is there a lot of British people there or not? Oh, yeah. maybe. Don't know. But anyway, Pretty Woman, though, didn't score that highly either. So yeah, so. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. It, it so, gets like that I mean, we've done a full review on Bridget Jones. You want our full have, feelings? Yeah. Go ahead. But Ellie, why don't you take 30 seconds to just explain what it is about Bridget Jones, the character, the franchise, whatever it is that resonates with you so strongly because you made it your number one. I think it's the character of Bridget herself. She's just so relatable, I think. And she's, you know, she's the, the boozy, smoking, verbally incompetent um, spinster. And she's she's just quintessentially british and wonderful and lovely and um i feel like because she's so humanized you were always rooting for her and then you've got the gorgeous hugh grant and um colin firth in it as well as your two love interests so you've got like two for the price of one and it's just just great i'm not a big colin firth fan i'll be honest oh i love colin firth and all things but i, I think in this that. kind like, of yeah, role he's dreams. perfect not in what a girl wants but i love colin firth in almost all things my favorite thing of his is um the king's, king's speech, speech. Yeah. yeah but Wait, i mean I, look I, at you being edgy and choosing his oscar winning performance <laughs> <laughs> I, I love him in this i love him in the a and e i don't know if there's a way we can ever review it but it's the a and e bbc version of pride and prejudice well he's great in kingsman as well kingsman he's, he's great in kingsman. If you he's he's fantastic in I think it's a, called a single man I love him in that I think that's my favorite role. You know what he's good in <coughs> Shakespeare in Love, which I haven't seen. He's fantastic. <laughs> People don't remember he's in Shakespeare in Love, but he's the he's the villain in that. A bit like I didn't remember that Samuel L. Jackson was in Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, there we go. So. <laughs> so that's it for this round table. I hope everybody has a happy valentine's day whether they celebrate or not yeah i think this was such a, a big scope of films that you know it's, we it's, were always is, gonna have it is easily the widest scope of films we've had for anything so far yeah i mean I, one of my obscure ones was chances are yeah i mean ethan you, you know, had so. your name um yeah that's a japanese animated movie yeah you know, so i'm trying to see if it's I, a broad, <laughs> broad scope yeah uh, i did have a night's <laughs> I did have a Knight's Tale on mine, actually, come to think of it. Crazy Stupid Love. That's the one I want to make the last. It was Steve Carell and, uh, and uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Fantastic film. Emma Stone. I like her. Yeah. Just a great film. Uh, but so many of these could have been good picks. My short list really was about 30 films long. Yeah, same. Yeah. So. Yeah. Broad scope. A little bit less broad next time. Next time we do a roundtable, we will be doing it from PodVCon, where the V stands for virtual. Virtual, yeah. Yep. Ooh. And uh, we are doing uh, vacation slash holiday films. Ooh. Any films that have to do with going on holiday or being on holiday. So, Forgetting Sarah Marshall is, a holiday. Yeah. is eligible. Yeah. All of them will be RV starring Robin Williams. Oh, yes. <laughs> Or are we there yet? Starring oh, Ice Cube. <laughs> Straight out of Compton, that. Oh, jeez. So, oh, Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason is a vacation film as well. That it is. I can't deny that one. Yay! So lots of options. <laughs> Mamma Mia, technically? I don't know. No. Um, I think maybe. They might. So lots of options out there. Those will be the things. We'll give you lots of notice when that is hitting. But for the time being, this has been the, not the real time, well, it's the real time roundtable, but this has been the rom-com roundtable. So has. thank you for joining us so for uh best film ever i've been ian i've been liam i've been ellie i've been ethan and i've been georgia and what is that little kid says in uh, love actually let's go get the crap kicked out of us by love <laughs> yeah we'll catch you on the flippity flap the flippity flip flops